we've done it, chat. Are awesome. We there? We know what we're doing. Yeah, professional streamers. So redo that whole thing. All right. (laughs) Zebra, 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 zebra. (laughs) No, you'll just not get to hear the most awesome opening that has ever been done by human beings in the history of time. I heard it. I was there for it. I heard it as well in my heart. (laughs) And and chat, this is a tribute to that. That's right. This is not that. This is the tribute. And if you get that for uh, get that reference, twenty extra points for Gryffindor. I mean, I think we got to give that to Slytherin, don't we? Do people really give things to Slytherin? Slytherin just kind of takes it, right? Well, I mean, we're we're dealing with mayonnaise in that reference. Speaking of mayonnaise, happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody. <laughs> That's right. Time to pour. Uh, if you're a uh, you know. Uh, American white dude, it's time to pour uh, mayonnaise down your sink. That's how we celebrate it. All right, anyway, we're talking about Tolkien. I'm Plan had a whole big thing where, yeah, not, not Tolkien. Right. It was awesome. I started out chat and I said, Cocklaw was my favorite Tolkien character because that's another reference that you'll get in the future. Diz thought it's hilarious, but thought it was slightly amusing. I said hello, very entertainingly. <laughs> I complained about my achy body parts and the shitty weather outside. That's right. I said Diz had a mouse rat and a tool hat, which he does. Also, if you haven't noticed it, Diz always has a tool hat. It's his thing. I'm trying to start a trend myself. That's true. You've got a hat that says Buck. I just need to get another K embroidered right here that's true that's true and then we'll be good and i've got uh my shirt that uh, this is what i wear to work chat so i'm wearing my work <laughs> shirt so. now you know so where are we going to start gentlemen we've got books we've got movies we've got shows that may be appearing on amazon where where do we begin because uh, i'm going to um... assume you both know more about this than I do because I've watched I, the movies and the cartoon Hobbit thing from the 70s. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's all of it. That's the, all. the question is, have you seen the six hour movies? I have not watched the extended editions. I'm talking about the extended director cut. Yeah, they're on HBO right now. Yeah, they're on HBO Max now, so you can watch them. I have not watched them yet. I've only watched. I went to the theaters, uh, to the, to the theaters. I went to all of them. I went to the theater <laughs> and <laughs> watched, uh, you know, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Uh, it's the regular cuts, and that's the only right, ones. Theatrical. And I bought them on yep. DVD, uh, in widescreen because I like future proofing chat, and that's the only ones that I've watched. I have the Lord of the Rings in the book collection. I do too. That unfolds. Then you get like yep. two extra discs of all of their extra content where like Orlando Bloom skydiving out of a plane and all this other mess. I would think the movie people would not let him do that. <laughs> Leg- legless over here, death from above. Oh, the actor that played Gimli, he had a chair that they had to take it like up on the mountain so he could like sit yes. in, in the chair yes. in between takes. That's that because he, put he that in is contract. a sir. 
Yeah, he always has that in his contract that his mm -hmm. he has to take his chair wherever he goes. Also, That's he awesome. was awesome as Maximilian Arturo in Sliders. Yes, the professor. Yes. Okay, so We're I've read, I've read Hobbit, The Lord of the Rings, and The Silmarillion. Uh, I'm currently reading on The Lost Tales, uh, but that's all I've read from. Now, Silmarillion is a tough read. There are a lot of names, cities that are just made up off the top of his head in there that have multiple syllables. Um, well, I mean, the guy created a language. It's tough to read. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he was a complicated man. Also, in, in the Lost Tales, is that one of the ones that his son helped finish after he died? Yes. Yes. He went in and kind of um, finished it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he had a lot of unfinished works that his son kind of came in and helped uh, complete and publish. Yeah. So. There, there's no way it was as weird and twisted as his daddy, though. <laughs> no. That's true. No. Well, the, the thing about it is, and I always heard this, maybe you two can, can confirm this or not, but I always heard that Tolkien wrote this, you know, The Hobbit and everything, because he felt that specifically Britain, if not the English-speaking world, was a civilization without really a mythology. You know, the Greeks had a mythology, Romans had a mythology, but the English did not. And he kind of wrote The Hobbit to kind of create a, a mythology for England, basically. Have you guys heard that, or am I just pulling that right out of my ass? I have not heard that, but it sounds reliable. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> when I think Explain of English, <laughs> when I think of English history, I think of Robin. So that's what I think. Of. Right, that's what you think of. Like with English, you think of Robin Hood. You think of stuff like maybe written from like William Shakespeare, the, the Three like Musketeers, like the whole Musketeer line where they're you know fighting for France and Britain and everything else. But right. it's never something weird like what Token wrote. The weird part is, you know, it's Middle Earth, but it's it's our Earth, right? But it's like before the you know the age we know of. You know, and so that was supposed to be the mythology there. Kind of like what happened before us, modern man. I'm pretty sure that if they tangled with any of the other pantheons, that Sauron would have got smoked. <laughs> I mean, possibly. I mean, Zeus don't take no shit from nobody. I mean, you've got the Celtic mythology. Also, he's too busy banging everything. That is true. He's got more <laughs> freaking demigod children than anybody to date that's true there's hercules and cock lava <laughs> ashton kutcher yeah, ashton kutcher <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> the creek god of punk so um on the show we usually complain about stuff and right now we haven't complained about a damn thing we're singing Here, here's what I will talking. complain about. Here's a complaint. <laughs> we complained yes. at the beginning, Biz, that you didn't have audio on your stream. That's true. They we couldn't hear us complaining. They couldn't hear us complaining about that. <laughs> okay, here's my first complaint. Why did Peter Jackson feel the need to make The Hobbit three movies when it could have easily been We just got raided. Two? Oh, we I did. don't know. Lady Chaotic. Lady, Lady Doctor Diz. Thanks for the raid. Thanks, Lady Chaotic. 
Welcome, everybody. Uh, we're a bunch of old dudes who like to sit around and complain about stuff on the front porch here. That's true. That is what we do. There's the shout out. So, I think, and you know, it's just speculation, but I think that he enjoys making, trying to make things in three parts, regardless of what the hell it is. No, Peter now, Jackson, yes. trilogies. Yeah. Now that being said, as as in depth as the Hobbit could be, I would say two should have been max. That way he didn't have to feel rushed to slam everything into one. But that third one should not have existed. Well, I mean, he ran out of material in The Hobbit and had to bring in parts of the Cimmerillion right. to make the third movie. Right, and that's what I'm saying. He should have ended it too, left yeah. the shit out that didn't belong there to begin with, and then everything would have fit into two, no problem. Also, are you like me? Do you think that The Lord of the Rings is better than the hobbit i think the story is better than the hobbit some of the fighting in hobbit is better because they've got they had more uh material and resources that they could pull from from when they first made lord of the rings stuff advanced yeah. a little further but i mean what what beats poor boromir taking three arrows to the upper body and still fighting freaking Urukai until Aragorn showed up. He shows up right, usually right in the nick of time, but he's right in the nick of time of just keeping him alive for like five more minutes. Right. <laughs> just just long enough for him to have been like, I would have followed yeah. you to the end. Well, yeah. you followed us to the end of your life. <laughs> Bye. Poor Sean Bean, poor one out. I mean, let's face it, they they did a they did a study on this. He has not lived in like any movie or TV show he has no. ever been a part of. Listen, if if Sean Bean and and or Michelle Rodriguez is in a movie, they're going to die. <laughs> it's guaranteed. If they put them in the same, if they were the two stars of a movie, they would not survive the movie. And if they do. The world is coming to an end. Yeah, it's like it's in their contract. They have to die. And yeah. it's just what they do. They're, they're professional at it. When he was 006 in Goldeneye, dies. Kind of I mean, legitimately, twice, but... I don't think, I think <laughs> they said there may have only been like a movie and one show that he didn't die in at all. Yeah. Like, and everything else he's ever been in, they kill him off. Yeah. Goldeneye, dead. Lord of the Rings, dead. Game of Thrones, dead. Ain't got no spoiler. Yeah, they <laughs> they severed it completely. Um, so you asked about comparing The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings, but I can't compare those two because it's like comparing two completely different things. Now, if you look at the movies, they appear to be the same thing because mm -hmm. what they did was. Um, turned the Hobbit into an action movie. It turned it mm -hmm. into like they're like superheroes or you know big warriors fighting. That's not if you read the book. That's not how it happens. Right. It, how, what what happens is they are. There's maybe one good fighter among them, really, and they yeah, basically stumble through. 
Yeah, and they stumble through the whole thing, barely surviving the entire time. Um, so that's what I don't like about the Hobbit movie. I like it as a movie. I can sit down and watch it and enjoy it. Yeah. But I can't sit down and, and compare it to the book and say that it's, you know, the same thing. And then when I compare the books of The Lord of the Ring and The Hobbit, The Hobbit is a whimsical adventure. And Lord of the Rings is an epic-like story. You know, it's two two completely different things. Yeah. I mean, I was it, it's, say, like, it, ahead, it's like they took the Hobbit book, which should have been more along the lines of like Snow White and the Seven Dwarves type deal with the way the dwarves were, and then flashed them into like, okay, this is Mulan. You're on the front lines. Get going. Like that. that's <laughs> what they turned the movie into compared to the book. Yeah. And then if you watch The Hobbit, um, they put um, Legolas in there. And technically, Legolas would have been around, but he's not in the book. Right. And they actually go to his father's kingdom, you know, uh, Mirkwood, and technically he could have been there. But, you know, and them adding him in, not that bad. It added that action sequence where he's jumping on barrels. and he, Balancing on dwarf heads. Somehow he is more... <laughs> powerful than he was in lord of the rings that happens later like he's just how he's better before it's like he, now that when i watch that i watch lord of the rings i'm like he got worse like like he's not <laughs> as good as he once was it's yeah. like he shot his shot in in oh. hobbit and then he got to lord of the rings was like i just can't do this anymore guys <laughs> i got one good battle in me and then after that i'm done it's they had to add so many characters to the Hobbit to make it into this action movie. They had to add Legolas. They asked um, Vigo to to play Aragorn, yeah. and he said he refused to because he said Aragorn wasn't in the book. Right. Um, it's at least what was said. And then they added um, the female elf, which she is not in anything. Dario. They just created. Yep. They created her, and then they. Had to create the uh, the white orc that was chasing Azhar. them. Yep. Yeah, because there's not a group of orcs chasing them throughout the book. <laughs> Old ass hawk. Yeah. And Borg. I... They brought Borg in, which was Azhawk's <laughs> lieutenant that's supposed to be having this big showdown with yeah. Legolas in the movie. And that's yeah, not that... in the book. No. It was a good fight. Yeah. I enjoyed it. But hey, they, they also brought in Stephen Colbert. Yeah, I, I appreciated that one. Yeah. 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 That was well deserved. So what do you guys think? I mean, about I, I know there's a lot of additions and stuff, but what's your what's your guys' opinions about characters uh or events in the books that have been either completely removed or have been modified to where they're they're they happen in different orders or in completely different circumstances? from the books like i know like uh tom bombadil right he should have been there yeah he's he, he supposed he's a part of the story completely removed from the movies and and he's yeah. a big part involving the four hobbits right so what is your take on that i understand why they took it out because it it doesn't play into the actual storyline, you know, completely. Mm -hmm. um, the character, I think, comes from an earlier work that Tolkien was working on. 
and he pulled it into this and it never really defines who Tom is uh, or his wife or anything like that. Um, but people always assume that, that that was God like that in that world, that was the creation. God is yeah. who that was. Um, so it would have been interesting to see and everybody was waiting to see it, but then they just skipped over it. Um, which they skipped over a couple parts in doing that. Cause you know, I think, uh, they actually end up like in a situation with some like whites or something like that. And they have to be saved. And so, but, uh, all that gets removed in the movies for, I guess, to save time. So, yeah, I mean, he didn't care about saving time in the Hobbit. No, that's that's no. true. That's true. Well, I guess he thought like maybe he had a clear picture of I want to do one book a movie, and then after that experience, what he had to cut out, maybe he in the holiday was like I'm not <laughs> going to do that anymore. Because uh, do you think do you think any of the original Lord of the Rings movies could have been multiple movies like a, like kind of like the the last Harry Potter where they took the last book and separated it into two movies, a part one and a part two. Do you think any of the original trilogy, Lord of the Rings movies, could be a part one and a part two? The first one could have kind of been, but the second mm-hmm. part of the movie would have sucked because the only place to have ended would have been when Gandalf falls into darkness. You could have yeah. ended it there, you know. Um, but at that point, all you have left is they go to Lothlorien, uh, they sail down the river, and then the party splits. And that's it. Never so the second party chat. That's right. Never the second the movie party. would have been awful. So um, I don't know that they could have realistically, you, you unless just, they went in been, and added a bunch of characters. They could you, have done you'd that. Been stretching to to extend the two towers, also. You would have been, yep. Because I mean, you could have you could have had a heck of a ending at Helm's Deep, but where you just yeah. split it, it, the second movie would have just been the fight at Helm's Deep, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So, do you think the extended editions fix that problem? Do you think that's the version they should have put out in the theater? No, because if they'd have put it in theater, you'd have had you'd have had the issue of, you know, the whole point of the extended version was to make more money. We'll we'll put in everything we cut out. We'll sell it separately, get more money, more revenue coming in from the thing. If they'd have done it off the bat. You'd have had some people that went to the theaters and were like, yeah, let's let's watch this. I've never read or seen anything about it. And some of them may have got bored towards the end of that movie. The real fans would have been all excited and been there the whole damn time, no matter what. Even peed their pants if they had to, to see every stitch of what was on the screen. (laughs) Yeah, they had to have uh, an intermission. (laughs) Yeah, I think think pretty much after Titanic, the movie... Uh, companies were like, okay, we're three hours is a limit. That's all. That's all we're going to do. Nothing more than a three hour, three and a half hour movie. That's it. We're not going to put in because if you put in like Buck, you said you had like the extended director's editions or whatever. So each one of those movies is what at least four hours long now. Three, three and a half, roughly, yeah. and then it it cuts off and it says, please insert next disc. I had a Stargate DVD that did that, except it was on both sides. So in the middle of the movie, it would say, please flip the disc. Ooh, I had a multi-disc 
DVD player that would just it had oh, look. three disc it and could swap it. Who's fancy chat? We know I who mean, had the money back in the day. I mean, you you're talking <laughs> about you know having those kind of movies and how long it was like the movie Pearl Harbor. When you bought it on VHS, it came with two in the same box. I had the two VHS version of Titanic. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like Titanic and Steel Pearl Seal. Harbor were like. You go to that movie, you better be ready to hang on and, and watch a movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that uh, if if they'd released a, a longer version of, of those movies, I don't think one, it would have done as well. And and two, uh, you know, no, it would just be like this. We've had to sit there for four and a half hours. Don't go watch this movie. Wait till it comes out on video. I heard and that the, uh, the other two movies would have been just direct to video releases. I heard that uh, your VHS copy of uh, Titanic. Every time you put it in, it was it was stuck on that one scene where it was uh, right when they were uh, doing the the drawing, and mm-hmm. uh, couldn't figure out why that tape just kept messing up and, and getting stuck right there. So that was very weird. It was weird. As soon as I put it in, it was like draw me like one of your one of your <laughs> French girls. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you know, as far as that goes, I, I think the reason they left a lot of good scenes on the cuts out for the theatrical was because they knew good darn well we're going to make the extended, and the true fans are going to be sitting here watching, going, "Why wasn't this in there? Why wasn't this in there?" And then they're like, "Oh, by the way, here comes the extended edition with all of the stuff that we removed," and then all the fans are like, "Oh, finally!" And then they got it, and like Tom wasn't in there, and they're like well, this might be a shitty movie because the very first thing that should be happening is not happening. But then they got all the other content and they're like, okay, well, it turned into a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. So I haven't watched the uh, the newest ones with... Uh, I've watched The Fellowship with the mm-hmm. Super Extended Edition, whatever it's called. And I've watched part of The Two Towers. I haven't watched Return of the King yet on it. Uh, but there's a lot in Return of the King that they stripped out. Um, there's a lot right at the end where they're at the Black Gates. And there, there's a lot that plays out there that I guess wouldn't translate well to, to film. Uh, in the book, you could read it and, and see what was going on. But there was like little battles and there was back and forth between, uh, what was he called? The Aragorn and the, and the Speaker of Sauron. Yeah, speaker. Um, so there's there's all kinds of stuff going on right there, but they just kind of took it down to where the gates open and they get circled. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, like in the extended, Aragorn takes his head. Yeah. So it they took that in the book and actually oh, have good. it in the extended. So that, that yeah, little confrontation actually goes that. down <laughs> before they're fully circled. Nice. Nice. Also, side note, uh, can we stop for a second and just let everybody know that uh, Saruman, uh, the guy, the gentleman that played him, Christopher Plummer, was a certified badass in real life <laughs> and could have killed all of them with his pinky. That's true. Just let that out. And if you don't know about that, please they watered him Google. Down, please Google. <laughs> Christopher Plummer and read about it because holy shit. Also, the only member of the Lord of the Rings cast that actually spoke to Tolkien. 
and was in a death metal band <laughs> as an old man. My, my favorite, though, is when he looks at Peter Jackson and says, how many people have you killed with the sword? Yeah, because he's killed at least one. <laughs> I mean, that that's when you know that you got a hardcore dude on your set. Like, how many of you killed with a sword? He's like, that's not how they sound. That's true. It's not the sound that you make when you get stabbed <laughs> to death with a sword. Also, dude was Dracula. I mean, that's up there. So, yeah, certified badass. If you don't know about Christopher Plummer, please Google him. You'll be like, holy shit. How is this man? He spoke five languages fluently in his head. He just, like, I don't know. The dude is just I don't know. He's he's the next Jesus. I don't know. He's crazy. So we've got some new stuff coming out for Tolkien and, you know, not Lord of the Rings, but Tolkien content, we'll say, uh, Middle Earth yeah. content. Uh, we've got the series coming out on Amazon, right? Right. And, and it takes place in the second age, right? Second age. Yeah. Yep. Before, everything that, before the movies. Everything that we experience is in the third age. Uh, in the movies, The Hobbit and the, the Little yeah. so 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 this. Go ahead. You you probably don't know this. The first age is like when the world is created and all mm -hmm. the gods are just kind of roaming around and doing things. The second age is where um, you have some people start to go over to Middle Earth uh, from the Undying Lands and stuff like that, and you have Numenor, which is where um you get the line of kings and stuff like that it's like an island out in the middle of the sea mm. and um kind of like avalon yeah and you've got the now, creation I don't know of Numenor, rings. but i remember numa 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 yeah from back in the day i remember that and zumba you remember zumba i do remember zumba yes <laughs> i think i worked out in like eighth grade do a Zumba video once in a PE class. <laughs> so that that's what you got in this one. You're gonna see uh Sauron, which we've seen in his big, you know, scary gothic black, you know, metal you know, armor and his big mace and stuff like that. And he's reaching out to get people. He's like, Oh, I'm gonna get you and just smacking the shit out of like ten guys. But we get to see him as a humanoid. We get to see him as like an elf like character, yeah. 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 So Apparently, he's supposed to be like super smoking hot or something. So. Which I Let's didn't see. know that is. So, so is he elvish? Like in 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 real life, is he is he in was he elvish life. before he became a big floating eyeball? Um, he, I think he is. I don't I don't know that he no. I think he's more like what Gandalf is. So he's one of the angel people. I think. I don't think he's an elf. Mithendrian um, is what you're thinking of. Mithendrian. That's what Gandalf so, is. That's yeah. what I was trying to say today. They're like lunch. spirits. I call I, for uh, some reason I call form. them mirrors or something like that. But I knew it was something with an M and kind of yeah. And and he only gets called that like one time in the movie. Yeah. And that's when Lady Gladriel is talking to him. I know well, he, Gandalf he goes by the name Mith, Mithrandi or something like that. 
which which is what they <laughs> call myth myth mythrander myth mythran it's what the um i think the hobbits call him that or something or uh one of the races call him that the lady like Galadriel names. calls him that uh when she's talking to him uh mythandrio in the cage in the hobbit and then talks to him again in lord of the rings when um she uh or at the end of the hobbit when she reaches out and tells him that she will always be there if he ever needs her right but didn't gandalf and her have a thing back in the day i mean in the movies it seems like it but uh i mean if well, they I, did I it would have been books, it would have been in second earth it was in like in one of the you know extra books that came my out are yeah they um, are my ours is what they're called m-a-i-a-r my. that they had a thing when gandalf first came around i mean it's not in the books uh but then maybe she had it, to marry some other guy maybe in some of these lost tales and stuff like that that i haven't read yet yeah. Uh, but it's definitely not in the Silmarillion, <laughs> uh, not in the Hobbit or the Lord of the Rings. So, no. Now the movies. So here's here's my question. Way. Okay, so the new show is taking place in the Second Age. You know, Sauron's going to be there. So where are they pulling this content from, or are they is this just being completely made up? This has to be made up, um, unless Tolkien just had it written down somewhere. Now he does talk about the the creation of the rings. Yeah. Um, he does that in the Lord of the Rings. Yep. Yeah. Um, but it's not in the Silmarillion. Talking about, uh, I think he might talk about Morgoth in the Silmarillion, uh, but uh, there's definitely not the creation of the rings in the Silmarillion. So what do you guys think about that, about people creating basically new content in that world? It doesn't really bother me. Because, I mean, if if you want more, it has to be created by somebody else at this point. Otherwise, right. it's just set in stone and that's all you get, you know. Right. Well, um, I'm sure that there are people out there that are kind of like, I guess I'll call them Tolkien purists. Uh, like sure, unless yeah. it's Tolkien or maybe like his son or or something like that, uh, it they won't they won't think that it'll be actual content. And I'm sure there's other people like us. It's like, well, as long as they stick to what was kind of the framework, then it's fine, you know. Yeah, like if if they do this series and the nine rings to the humans and the seven rings to the dwarves and the three rings to the elves if they don't go to the people they were supposed to go to that was named yeah. then they butchered the entire series and there would be no reason to watch it they better name every one of them correctly yeah <laughs> Or they're going to have so many pissed off people that they completely deviated from what was already there building up to it. It's true. Listen, I figure as soon as the first episode drops and people have had a chance to, to watch it, there will be a hundred people that is like the comic book guy from The Simpsons. 
that will be like on on Twitter going, excuse me, sir. Clearly in this episode, you are not referencing the correct you know. Also, also from the extended tales, the goblet he drank from was clearly purple, and you're using a gold goblet, which is not historically accurate in second age of Middle Earth. You know? <laughs> I'm expecting I'm expecting that. You'll have that. You'll you definitely have that. Yeah. Because you know, but, you've uh, always got the not on my fandom, buddy. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I don't think there's anything written um, in the Second Age a lot. Now, the Cimmerillion does touch a lot of events in in the Second Age. You have more of your, like, superhero type of characters, you know, really overpowered uh, people yeah. in the Second Age. Uh, while in the Third Age, it starts to die off, you know, and... You have your really powerful people are more secluded, like you know, Galadriel and stuff like that. She doesn't show her power. So um, the third age is the age before the modern age of Earth, right? Before our kind of I'm yeah. guessing, right? I would I would think so. Yeah. I would and, I would say third is either right before it or it goes halfway into probably fourth age before it starts to fully transition. And see, I always thought the Cimmerillion was after the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Hmm. So it, it's more like a history. Actually, oh, so it's like a history of Middle Earth. It actually talks about the first age and the second age. Uh, it talks about the creation of the uh, the the three Cimmerillions, the crystals. Um, like in Final Fantasy. Uh, not the same. No, not exactly. Not <laughs> and Golbez steals them all. <laughs> Damn it, Golbez! <laughs> and he's chased Gold permanently Bez. by Cecil. Get Buck off the call right now. <laughs> sorry, chat. We're having to cancel the episode. We got to find a new third. I'm sorry. I apologize to everyone for that. But there's just some shit that don't stand. That's how you trigger clan, chat. Well, we had a good. We had a good run. Yeah. We've made eight episodes. It's more than most. <laughs> so, damn it, Cecil. Jesus. <laughs> anyway before we were rudely interrupted <laughs> so okay so if the Cimmerillion is a prequel is the Cimmerillion but where do we get like what happened to the other characters like we know I'd say the Cimmerillion is kind of died. a running catalog right Diz would be more what the Cimmerillion is and then, like, what happened to Pippin and all of them? It, and when they it died. talks, the Cimmerillion, you know, I don't know, it's kind of disjointed. It's like a bunch of short stories all kind of shoved into one book. So it's yeah. all over the fucking place. But it does talk about, you know, um, the creation, you know, of all the elves and all that stuff. Um, and uh, I'm pretty sure it talks about, it's been a while since I read it, but. Talks about you know the first men coming over, uh, and stuff like that. Uh, it talks about uh, there's some stories about uh, I want to say his names. It starts with a B, and he goes up and he has to fight these um, um, Balrogs. You know, there's just multiple Balrogs, mm-hmm. <laughs> so he has to go fight one, uh, which is what Gandalf fights. You know, yeah, down in the Mines of Moria. It wasn't Balon, was it? He's a yeah, badass. I think it is. 
It is. He's yeah. the one. He's the uh, yeah. shipper that ships into the bear. He's the one that oh, was no, enslaved no, no. by no, no, the. It's, it's a um, um, goblins. That'd be horrible. His race got enslaved and was supposed to fight for them. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, it talks a lot about the the gods, but it doesn't talk about your actual like Morgoth and stuff like that. Uh, it talks about more of the lesser gods, you know, kind of beneath them. Um, now it does talk about the gods. I remember it talks. It's almost like their pantheon. And stuff like that. Um, I'm gonna have to go back and re, re like read all that stuff because it's uh, it talks about Isildur and uh, what's his name? I'm trying to figure out, but it's like a love story between um, this uh, man and woman, and he has to like go fight like a Balrog or something like that to prove his love because her father won't let her have anything to do with him or something. So That's it's harsh. It's, just, it's it's hard to re remember all that stuff. I don't know how Stephen Colbert does it. Like it's just so much stuff. Yeah, that is true. So, okay, so here's something that may get you pissed off. So it's two parts, an A and a B, and it kind of goes back with what we were talking about before with people adding new content. Okay, first one. Would you be upset or how would you feel about somebody making additional movies in the in the Tolkien universe? Like like stuff beyond the third age or like either that or stuff from the, the second age or you know, even before they take like if they take the character you were talking about, right? That has to go and kill the borrower and they make yeah. like a uh they decide to expand on that and they make like a uh, Hercules and his trials or, you know, or the labors and they make a movie kind of like that, but it's this guy set in middle earth. And then you get to see a few characters that you know, or whatever there as well. How would you feel about that? Hmm. I mean, if it's characters like, uh, I think his name is it's B E R E N. I, I do believe. Uh, Baron and Luthien. Uh, Luthien, I think, is the the female in the in the story. If they made a story about that, there's not really a lot out there, so that would be fine. But if, like they say, they took Frodo and went on another adventure after the Lord of the Rings, I might yeah, be like, kind of impossible. Oh, what did Frodo do in the Undying? He didn't die. <laughs> Like, I don't know about this. Yeah. Um, and like, if you took Legolas and just had like an, an adventure with Legolas, I mean, it would be visually entertaining, but Legolas is a, a character, even in the book, I don't think has a lot of depth to it. So, um, to be honest, uh, yeah. all the depth in the book seems to be focused around the hobbits and Aragorn. Um, and some of your elf characters. So. Uh, what's the now? Honestly, I don't really feel like they could pull much from it without it being like a a side story to the movie. Now, if they went before that and kind of 
you know, followed the journey of the kings that had the rings and how they became the ring race. Okay. What happened to the damn dwarves that yeah. had the seven rings? Did they, did they turn into something? You know, like they could make something over that and potentially try to tell the story of what happened to the seven kings and the nine humans before they became race. But the only ones you ever really see are the three elves that had rings. Yeah. I mean, you see the nine race, but you don't know how how or what converted them to that. Like I said, the dwarves with the seven rings to the dwarf lords. That's cool. Where the fuck did they go? Yeah. And during that time, you're going to have, they go to like seven like different dwarf kingdoms, I do believe. So mm-hmm. when we're experiencing the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings, there might be one dwarf kingdom that we know of that is still a viable thing. Yeah, like I don't think we see any dwarfs besides the the party <laughs> that goes we, on the we adventure. We see team from the Iron Mountains in the Hobbit, the ones that show up at the end at for, the, the battle, for the final that's fight, it. and yeah. that's the only dwarves you see, other than when you see Thorin and them fleeing the Misty Mountain to start with. Once yeah, they so disperse there, the only time you ever really see dwarves other than the cast is when Dane shows up to fight alongside them. Yeah, I was going to say, to me, just like I said, not knowing the books at all and watching the movies, mm-hmm. to me, it seemed like, in, in, you know, when the Return of the King concludes and everything, it's almost like the dwarves are a dying race and there's not many of them left. It's like there's, too. there's like Gimli and three other dwarves, and that's all the dwarves that are left in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And then the right, the elves are packing up and leaving at the end of Return of the King. They're packing up and leaving to go to the Undying Lands. They're leaving Middle Earth mm-hmm. completely. So it's just humans and hobbits. Yeah. Is all that's left in Middle Earth. And goblins. And that was me. That's what I <laughs> took out of it. It's like, you know, the and dwarves the are dying and the elves are leaving. <laughs> And that's that's it. Yeah, uh, I mean, so, story at the end of the Lord of the Rings, the eagles form uh, America, and that's that's where we go from there. There you go. Makes mm. sense. Makes sense. Now, now we understand why the eagle is so prominent. They lay an egg, and out pops George Washington. <laughs> He's a half eagle. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Oh, but yeah, man. I mean. They completely shortchanged the dwarves through both movies. And everybody's like, well, yeah, but they, they have the dwarves as the main cast in The Hobbit. Yeah. Where's the rest of them? Where did Thorin's people end the fuck up? You know, where Dane's the only group that's going to come help. You know, because he had a meeting of, of the all of the dwarf leaders. And mm-hmm. Dane's the only one showed up. Why don't the other dwarves care? No. So, so what I'm getting is, is that you guys are fine as long as it expands the mythology that's already there, fills mm-hmm. in the gaps of, of what's there. And that, that's cool. I think that's a good idea too. solve some of the mystery, right? I wouldn't extend past what happened in make, Return of the King. Make a canon. Like this is the canon answer. This is what happened to all these people or, or whatever. Yeah. And I don't think so either. I think doing like a, a fourth age or whatever would just be weird because nobody mm-hmm. cares. 
you just watch yeah, Middle Earth die and turn into our time. And who wants that? Our time sucks. I mean, you're watching <laughs> the hobbits get taller, right? Because Mary and Pippin drinking that imp water and then taking everybody else over there to get taller. So it's like, oh, we just don't have hobbits anymore. The hobbits <laughs> are signing up for their 401ks and uh, exactly buying a, a mid-sized Kia. <laughs> it's a Prius. They're driving sounds, a Prius. Sounds like a good deal. It's, they're getting a Kia. They got a good deal out of it. All right. So uh, part two of that same question is, and in my soul, I know it's eventually going to happen. You guys probably think it's eventually going to happen too, because that's just the way the Hollywood works in in the modern times, but remakes. Mm. Mm. Well, are you for it? Are you against it? And how far away from the original movies do you think they need to wait before they even attempt to remake it well now how hobbit already did a remake true it went from cartoon to live action lord of the rings yeah. did too because there was a lord of the rings cartoon yeah yeah so it was it was lesser known but right. yeah it was there but i mean there's characters in you know any movie that when they go to remake it, they can't find a character to even come close. Like Vito Mortison is Aragorn. I don't see them ever finding a better strider. Before. But, you know, like Gimli, you know, all the main ones are awesome hmm. for, you know, the, the characters they cast. I, I really don't know how much further they could go with that to make it a better remake can, well, I mean, they re, can they remake an epic movie like that i mean not that they can't do it but i mean the amount of money that you'd have to spend to remake that i mean oh it, it would get very expensive but usually when they remake a tentpole movie like you know that everybody is just a historic movie that everybody knows right like spartacus right. or ben-hur or gone with wind something like that you know a, a tentpole movie that is just everybody usually it falls flat on its face and everybody's like it's not as good as the original it's not as good as the original or they're tied you know people those emotions are tied with those characters but those they also tie those characters with that cast and that frozen snapshot in time you know so yeah. uh like robocop right exactly like Robo robocop 3 pissed me off because they recast robocop so it, to me it's not real it's not real it's not my robocop um and but, he could run through know, rice patties at Mont Four. That's the yeah, that's the remake. Robocop. Yeah. Oh my god, we won't even <laughs> talk about that. Oh my god, holy shit! So, uh, you know, if they if they remake the movies, there's going to be a totally new cast. You know, they you know they may get one or two people from the originals to come on as like a stand-in character or something like that. But I mean, more than like the main characters are all going to be recast, redone. Uh, the production values may go up, you know, better CGI and stuff like that than what they could do back in the day. But I mean, is that really a reason to to remake it, or do you think if they remake the prime example, if they remake the Lord of the Rings trilogy, should they go in and redo it as far as in like? Like add in Tom Bombadil, add that part of the story back in that was missing from the original 
movies? Or how do you think that would work? Are you in favor of a remake? Or what's your feelings about it? Hmm. I'm not against uh, them trying to remake anything, but mm-hmm. I, everybody's going to be super critical about it. Um, mm-hmm. Like your younger generation that didn't get to experience it won't be as critical on it. But everyone before that, you know, experienced it and lived through it, I mean, it has to live up to. I mean, the bars high. Do you, do you remember watching The Two Towers and that scene where Gollum starts talking to himself? Like, nobody was ready for that. Nobody yeah. was prepared for that. And that's, that's out of the book. He did talk to himself. So, I mean, they just took it and put it on the screen. And I don't know if you could do that better. Because um, well, what's the actor's name that, that plays Gollum? Andy Serkis, in, like, right? Yes. He, yes. Yeah, he, he's in everything now. Yeah. And he's just wonderful. Um, can they find another Andy Serkis? Yeah. He also uh, did Darth maybe? Maul, didn't he? Uh, no. No. Uh, Darth no, Maul no, is... No. Um, the guy who played the lizard guy in the first X Men, one that movie? played Toad in uh, Toad? X Men, yeah, that is is and, that, and is the that one guy. that's guarding George Lucas's ranch in Fanboys, <laughs> and, and he's using the fake lightsaber, and I'm like, mm, you used that in a movie. <laughs> uh, speaking of George Lucas and building on the remake thing, what if Peter Jackson in like 10 years comes out with a Lord of the Rings special edition like George Lucas did Star Wars? I mean, he's gonna make a bunch of money. Yes. <laughs> Especially if if he does just Lord of the Rings. Because if he throws Hobbit into that, people will buy it. But he'd be better off if he just did Lord of the Rings. Are you going to buy it? Will you go and purchase the movies? Oh, yeah. Probably. <laughs> I, I don't, I, sadly enough, I own four copies of each movie. That's a lot. Because we're talking about reboots and remakes. I would love to see a remake of the Hobbit movie. Not that it's not a good trilogy. It's, it's good for the, the movies. But I would like to see something more accurate to the book and the feel of the book really because like yeah. i said it's it's a whimsical adventure and that those words mean something to me like it means like it feels like it's fun and then there's all of a sudden danger and then they for, completely forget about the danger and they move on to the next dangerous thing like they walk into the that the woods get lost get captured by fucking spiders the only reason they get saved is because um uh bilbo has the ring and puts it on and is able to sneak up and cut them free. Uh, so that's what I want to see. Uh, Lord of the Rings, I don't know if they can do better. Yeah. And I like the casting in The Hobbit. I mean, I really liked yeah, all the Yeah, I think cast. it did well. Uh, just, I didn't think it needed all the extras that they put into it. But they did make a lot of money, so. I, I think <laughs> it's funny that so many people are upset or, or agitated that Bayorn was in The Hobbit and I know why he got put in but you know he wasn't part of the book you know the shapeshifter isn't really a, a vital thing that, that fights in the five 
art, you know, War of the Five Armies and all this stuff. But he was a token character. And they felt like he'd be he a good fought, fit here. He he did fight in the, the Battle of the Five Armies. Uh, I do, I think I remember that, that he was one of the ones that was in there fighting. Um, seems like the Eagles or something brought him in or something. Well, in the movie, that's I what happened. That up. The, the yeah. movie, the eagle flies over the top of the orcs and lets go, and you see Bayor free-falling and then shifts into a bear and lands on like six of them and starts mauling the hell out of the unit he landed on. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't remember that happening, but okay. Yeah. And, you know, he he's a couple... You know, he's like a thousand years old or whatever. He he lived for a long time, but he only lived in the middle in the in third age. And so I was like, they kind of threw him in there. And you know, when you get to his house, there's a bee like the size of your freaking head flying around his house and stuff. And you're like, where the devil the bees get so big? <laughs> he is in the book. I just looked it up because I do remember them, and I remember him fighting in the in the battle at the end. I don't remember if the Eagles bring him in or not, but he is there fighting. Um, I can't remember. I remember watching the cartoon as a kid, and I remember like seeing the armies like clash. I can't remember if he's in the cartoon, but he definitely is in the book. Um, the cartoon's been a long time ago. I have it. But I haven't rewatched it in a while, so yeah. But I mean, could you imagine being in formation and you look up and you see just a body falling at you, and you're like, "Oh, we're so gonna spear him!" And then like a three ton bear is dropping on your face. <laughs> like, <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> it's the bear coming. Almost fucking die. Almost fucking die. Because I mean, even Azhawk was scared of that bear. Like they had every orc and warg and everything terrified of this dude. So when they saw him free falling into the middle of this, you know they had to be crapping their pants. I'm scared so, of flying bears and anybody <laughs> named Azhawk. In the book, I don't remember them talking about uh how Healy and Feely die, but I know that at least one of them dies in the book maybe both of them and because in the movie they have this big showdown you know where they're like all fighting and each of them are getting killed off and stuff but i can't remember if if that's how because i think it just you, there's the battle that happens and afterwards bilbo goes back in and talks to them and a bunch of them didn't make it uh, of the dwarfs so I can't remember. I have to go back and check that. Yeah. So, anything else that you gentlemen would like to harp on with Lord of the Rings? Hmm. Has anybody played the games? I haven't played. I don't think I've played one of the games. I played. I played, play, I played all the MMO. Lord of the Rings. I tried the I, MMO. How was the MMO? It was bad. Was it bad? Yes, it's still they around. They eventually converted it to a free-to-play MMO, and now it's kind of like Neverwinter, but with hobbits. Is 
Um, I played I played all the ones that mirrored the movies in on PlayStation Two. I was gonna say I think it, I've heard that the best one is like the re, is like the Two Towers Return of the King on PlayStation Two. I, I love is like the best the one because they started with you know Fellowship and Two Towers, and it's like the more they made, the better their uh, mechanics became. Yeah. better motion control, better fight sequences, and then Return of the King was awesome. Yeah. And then they brought out The Hobbit. And they went a little off on that one because they made The Hobbit more of a cartoony feel, yeah, but still I tried to have the one. same fighting and battle mechanics as like the trilogy. And I'm like, why didn't y'all just draw him more realistic like everybody else? What about the Lego Lord of the Rings? I, I, play, played I played some of those. I played both. Um, I don't know that they're... I don't know. They're just Lego games. You know, you're, it's a bunch of puzzles is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> they they definitely <laughs> follow the movies. They do, on, yeah. on those two. Yeah. So, Clan, I have a question. All right. Are you upset that in <laughs> Tolkien's universe, there are seems to be only like... And what we would consider playable classes, elves, humans, halflings, dwarfs. There doesn't seem to be any tieflings. That is a travesty, an injustice, sir. That I'm hoping gets fixed in this second age thing when we learn that tieflings existed, but then they died out. No. Although, fun fact, if you'll notice the races that you just uh said there in your in your mm -hmm. list of races also the only playable races in first and second edition D D. pretty much they which they pretty much copied right yeah i mean well i mean dungeons and dragons is built off tolkien lord of the rings that's what it's built off of it's like you're going to play uh you know war games based in tolkien's universe and that's where D, &D comes from and there's a line, like, so you have Tolkien made his creation, Lord of the Rings and all that world, that universe, mm -hmm. right? So then you have that begat D&D, &D, right? And then people playing D&D &D then made computer games like Wizardry and stuff, right? In the early mm -hmm. 80s. And that's where Wizardry is like the granddaddy of all Japanese role-playing games. That's where they all come from. Is everybody was trying to make their own version of wizardry because everybody on a PC 88 in 84 Japan was buying this crazy, these games like crazy. So, so like Final Fantasy, Dragon Quest, all that, all that owes back to Tolkien because it's like there was nothing really like that beforehand mm -hmm. that was so mainstream. It was like fairy tales and not. Yeah. And not what we have with Tolkien. So. so yeah, I mean, if you can you can trace the line, but especially with D and D, I mean, it's straight up. You know, the races and classes and stuff are all Lord of the Rings, like, and especially in first and second edition. Yeah, so I'm sure when the TV show comes out, we'll have to have another uh, episode of this where we kind of uh, talk about what we think about that. So, so Diz to uh, bring it up. Yes, uh, Feely and Keely died defending Thorin in the book. 
Uh, and then Thorin was killed or injured in the war and died later. But they have a list of how the rest of the dwarves went on and did whatever they were going to do. Yeah, they even talk about it in the book, how some of them escort uh, Bilbo back to the Shire. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember which ones it is, but some of them do. And they end up stopping by and, and checking out that troll cave on the way through. Yeah. Well, see, that's what I don't get. Like, there's there's material that says, you know, this is what this person did with the rest of their life, and then they died at this. Like, like we know that like Gimli had a town. He made a town, a dwarven town, in the elf forest. And then Legolas went on to make a town of elves near the dwarves in that forest so that Gimli and Legolas could still be around each other. Well, see, like, in in supposedly, you know, in in the book, which this was not in the movie, uh, Glowing tells Frodo uh, the evening before this whole council they have with Elrond to form the Fellowship that Dwalin, Dory, Nori, Biffer, Buffer, and Bomber are still alive, living in the Lonely Mountain. You know, for Frodo, what did that even really mean? Because Bilbo is the one that knew all of them. Yeah. But Glowing is the one that's there telling him, which Gimli wouldn't really know much about this either, even though Gimli was alive, he was just a child. But why why would Glowing tell Frodo things like that when he could have just told Bilbo? No idea. And they left all that out, which, I mean, I understand why, because it made no sense to add that into the movie that they were telling, because what did Frodo care? He didn't know any of those dwarves. Truth. My favorite part of The Hobbit, though, is when Legolas pulls Glowing's locket off of him, opens it up, and he says, what's this hideous creature? And he said, that's my son, Gimli. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, they had to add that because Legolas and Gimli start out hating each other's guts and then become like an inseparable force towards the end. But I was like, that was so added. Like, that would have never been in the book. No. (laughs) No. This hideous creature. It's my son. So are you more of a Frodo or a Bilbo? Which way do you which way do you like? Did you say Frodo or Dildo? No. (laughs) Bilbo. Sorry. Sorry, my hearing's going chat. You know probably probably Frodo. Just because, I guess, because, you know, it's like everything else. Your first James Bond is your favorite. You're so, so I was more introduced to Frodo and his adventure. I knew of Bilbo, of course, just from kind of osmosing it from everybody around me. Uh, but, you know, Frodo was the first one I had an adventure with, basically watching the movies. So I, I like Frodo. Although he is a little... 
There's times where Frodo is Rodimus Prime. <laughs> I wasn't sure how he was going to say it, Diz, but I knew he was going that direction. I just Be- wasn't sure who he was comparing it to. Said, I'm sure there's some people in chat going, what the frig are you talking about yeah who the hell's Rodimus Prime (laughs) but like you know Frodo is supposed to be this it's set up to be this big heroic character right and he gets this powerful artifact from the the generation before him the the big important character from the generation before him he goes around yeah and (laughs) a lot of the time he's just kind of whining about it you know and yeah, he's had a hell of a journey and everything. I get that, but he's still kind of whining about it. Like, uh, like Rodimus Prime gets the Matrix leadership from Optimus Prime when he dies, and he's like, "Cool!" At the end of the movie, like, "Yeah, he's gonna be kick ass." Because everybody's like, "Yeah!" And then you watch the cartoon, and he's like, "Man, I don't want to be the leader. I don't know about- this sucks. I just want to die fast." <laughs> you know, so so there's that. Oh goodness. That's you know, my negative for Frodo. Is you know, this, like if I had Rodimus to pick Prime. between those two, yep. I'd pick Bilbo. But if I had to pick a Hobbit, it'd be Sam. Who's Sam? Out well, of all of them, Sam is the most badass motherfucking Hobbit in existence. Right? Isn't that the secret? Like everybody knows Frodo and Bilbo, right? And they're the two main characters. But really and truly, the hero of Lord of the Rings is kind of Sam. I mean, when Frodo drops right outside of Mordor's pit of lava, Sam's like, I can't carry the ring, but I can carry you. Like, he, he's done everything in his power to make sure Frodo gets where he's supposed to and took all the shit and got beat down verbally and physically and everything else, and he's still the one standing at the end of it all. I mean, I really like... I mean, probably Bilbo, but Merry and Pippin, to me, um, both of them have these interesting character arcs that um, I don't know. I don't know if you really get the impact of it in the in the movie, but in the book, it really kind of gets into it. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's kind of like they, they start out as kids and they grow up. They do. Yeah. You get to see that with them. Yeah. Uh, while Frodo and Sam become an old couple together. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I don't think he knows about second breakfast. Yeah, what about Levensies? Levensies, and then an apple hits him in the head. Here, <laughs> what? But you, you know, with with all that, you know, when I made that reference earlier about uh, Mary, you know, and Pippin about the ant water. That they were the tallest hobbits in known creation. And Mary was taller than Pippin because when Pippin caught him and he started drinking it too, Mary didn't want to be outdone. So he kind of overdid it. And so he was like, I think the book said he was three or four inches taller than Pippin. But Pippin was still, you know, they were both towered over all the rest of the hobbits. They were the shack of hobbits. 
and you know after they after all that happened and they went back to the shire and did everything mary and pippin went back to their respected locations of who they swore allegiance to before the end of return of the king Mm -hmm. they served before they came back you know like that they stayed true to the rohirrim and to uh uh, well, in, the, in the end, don't they get buried with Aragorn when Aragorn when Aragorn dies? They yep. they get buried with him yep. or next to him. It, it, it's like here's him and then here's them. Yeah, like, on each side, like right of beside him. Yeah, yeah. No. Sound a little bit. I mean, just, I mean, that's a hell of an honor to be buried with the king. Yep, unless you're alive. Unless I you're mean, in Egypt. I, That's I right. Mean, I was gonna say, unless you're in Egypt, well, you're like, I did. What? What about Vikings? That poor woman is singing until she burns to death. Trying to sing the the Viking into Valhalla while the boat is burning around her. Do you think she's singing? It's getting hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> probably let the motherfucker burn. Is probably Maybe. what she's. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> All right, you guys got anything else, or are we ready, ready to blow this popsicle stand? I mean, nothing else. I, I think that we'll just have to come back to you know, like Diz said after after that show runs its conclusion, and we can come back and be like, either wow, that was amazing, but I didn't like this, or oh, that was garbage. That's true. So we may have to revisit this topic just a little bit after the fact. Really, it would be really good, or everybody will be like, "Well, welcome to the suck," right? Yeah, and maybe you'll have Stephen Colbert on that episode. <laughs> so. Maybe I mean, I'll invite him. I mean, if he shows we'll up, see. we made it big. We'll see what happens, right? And he can ask any question he wants. Well, he uh, he knows all the answers. It's true. Yeah. Well. He can run the show then. I'm fine with that. That's and I'll just sit here and nod yeah. or shake my head. Yes, yes sir. Thank you, sir. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, Mr. Colbert. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it the three old men rapport. Sounds like a winner. Oh, I like it. Well, uh, we'll be doing this two weeks from now. Uh, next week, next Thursday, we'll have After the Roll because we have D&D on Saturday. So if you like D&D, come check us out Saturday, 8 p.m. over on my channel, twitch.tv slash drdizdm. Um, and see if we all Rich. die to all of his tricks. True. That's true. Um, they're going through a gauntlet of such, uh, so we'll see what happens. Um, Monday, we always have retro at 10 30 p.m. Eastern time. Me and Clan do that, so we're, I guess, we're in between Zelda games at the moment. So who knows what we'll play? That's um, true, it is untailing. I'm gonna play a card forces this to play Majora's Mask. That is the next game we're supposed to play, yes. Yep. Is Majora's Mask. We're going to play that. Uh, we were going to play some feeler games in between. Uh, we like to play some little off-the-wall things. 
just for some fun. You can but, play uh, Kirby for Game Boy. Yeah, the original I, always. Kirby. I, the original I play Kirby. Yeah, it actually sucks and blows at the same time. That's true. Much like Mega made from Spaceballs. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Barf. <laughs> All right, Clay. Uh, we tell our age too many times on this show. That's true. Well, we are, I mean, literally, the show is called Three Old Men. Well, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> we really tell our age sometimes without even saying the number. Listen, chat, if, you, if you're familiar with dirt, we're older than that. We remember <laughs> when dirt was new. <laughs> Remember when asphalt first got laid? I remember ass. <laughs> ass was a hog. <laughs> and with that, he's uh, got one thing to tell you. You and you damn kids, get off my lawn. See you guys next Everybody. time. <laughs>